Orale. Sí, señor. Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFP podcast. I'm Jorge Georgi Martin and uh, primos are in the house. Ricky Torres and Hector Reyes. Uh, what's up, guys? Hey, gracias everybody for joining us. Uh, como siempre es un placer. Uh, we're making sure that to continue to put out plenty of content on our familiaffb.com website. And please check out our social media channels at Familia FFB on Twitter and Instagram, as well as our Familia FFB Facebook page. You can find me at Jorge Martin 17 and Hector at what the heck uh, with two T's, both on two Twitter. Two T's, D-A-H-E-C, what the heck? Yeah, baby. What the heck? One of these days we'll get to, we'll get Ricky on Twitter, but uh, there we go. <laughs> I'm an old bad. Yeah, that's right. And viejo, you're the you're, you're, yeah, you're a young viejo. How do you you how do you use this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna start off uh, recap on Thursday night football. What a game! The Bears beat the Buccaneers in a twenty to nineteen battle. Uh, it was a pretty tough defensive game on this one. Both teams having a hard time getting anything going consistently on offense. Both teams, both defenses actually were uh, got consistent pressure on the quarterback. So uh, that put a damper on the reunion of Tom Brady and Nick Foles since their Super Bowl Fifty Two battle. It was just okay. Brady finished 25 of 41 for 253 yards and a touchdown, zero interceptions. While Foles was 30 of 42 for 243 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Just neither one could really, both of them had a lot of pressure on them throughout the game, and you could really tell that it was uh, affecting their play. Ronald Jones got all the carries for the Bucks, finishing with 17 carries for 106 yards. I mean, this backfield is all his as long as Leonard Fournette is less than 100%. Fournette was active for this game, but he didn't play any downs, apparently. Uh, David Montgomery on the Bears' side didn't have a lot of breathing room against that great Tampa Bay run defense. He turned 10 carries into 29 yards and caught 7 of 8 targets for 30 yards. So he did get a touch, short yardage touchdown um, on a really, really tough evening, um, but he's still the unmistaken RB1 here. Allen Robinson is the clear leader among bear wide receivers, uh, catching 10 of 16 targets for 90 yards. I mean, he may be really the only one who's uh, viable right now. He's the clear number one going forward, and he is an every week start because uh, it, it really looks like Foles is looking for him. Uh, Anthony Miller is pretty much droppable after another lackluster game, four catches for 28 yards. Uh, I want to officially apologize to my friend Stefan for recommending that he drop Robbie Anderson for Miller during during preseason, uh, I'll do better next time. Uh, Jimmy Cram did catch a touchdown on a nice toe dance there in the end zone. Uh, he did end up the night with 33 yards on three receptions. He's one of those touchdown dependent uh, tight ends who you could play him here and there. Back to Tampa Bay, Mike Evans gutted out the evening with uh, five catching five night targets for 41 yards and a score. He, he ended up looking like a lot better than he did on Sunday. He wasn't uh, as hobbled as he was uh, after some of the plays that he did. So, uh, you know, Brady did have some pressure on him in this game, as I mentioned earlier. So it looked like it got him off on some throws that might have connected with Evans. Uh, rookie Taylor Johnson, Tyler Johnson, uh, he looked pretty good. Caught four of six targets for 61 yards. Uh, shout out to my amigo with Jordan Bohink for uh, recommending Johnson on our preseason rookie preview. 
Scotty Miller, who got so much hype pregame, and a lot of people were following whether he was going to be healthy for this one. He got zero targets on this one. Big letdown. Gronk. Rob Gronkowski, Mr. Soy Fiesta, he caught three of six targets for a season-high 52 yards as his role grew with Jordan O.J. Howard uh, out for the game. So something to keep an eye on. Uh, his fellow tight end, Cameron Brait, uh, did also register 44 receiving yards on five receptions. So we're going to keep an eye on this one to see if uh, between the two of them, if they're kind of vulturing uh, targets from each other. We'll see. Vamos a ver. Uh, rookie Keyshawn Vaughn did get two receptions for five yards so anyone who was hoping for him to have his role grow after that after he caught a touchdown in week four uh, it's really looking like he's buried in this game so uh, not, not, I don't think there's anything to see here I don't think he's worth picking up at this point all right that's it for Thursday Night Football now let's get into some cheese man cheese man the Titans and Patriots have recorded zero positive COVID test as of Friday morning. So that's a good sign for their rescheduled games. Uh, the Pats now host Denver on Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern time, while the Titans take on the, uh, they host the Bills Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So also the Chiefs-Bills game for week six has been moved to Sunday, uh, October 18th. So vamos a ver, uh, everybody, <laughs> we have to stay fluid on this because uh, the Jets had a positive COVID test turn up today and then sent everybody home from their practice facility. So this is important as the Cardinals are set to travel today to New Jersey for Sunday's game. So we're going to follow this as it develops over the next couple of days and make any updates via Twitter to, uh, to help out the Familia community. Uh, over in Big D, Tyron Smith, the all-pro left tackle, is out for the season with next surgery. I mean, this is a big blow to one of the best offensive lines in the game. And it's probably why Ezekiel Elliott has been, uh, hasn't been running as much as he has been th uh, the, uh, in years past. So, vamos a ver, hopefully. Uh, I know because I have Zeke uh, on, my, on one of my teams. Uh, over in Charger country, Justin Herbert was officially named the starter for the remainder of the season, starting quarterback. Uh, really no surprise here. Uh, you know, the, the, this is a meritocracy. You know, this guy just missed three straight games with 300-plus yards by 10 yards in, in last Sunday. So uh, that would have been a rookie record. So uh, Justin Herbert has been fantastic. Uh, he's been a revelation. So make sure you're firing up Keenan Allen. And it'll be interesting to see how Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly kind of split the carries now that Austin Eckler is out. And uh, uh, I still think it, it it helps Hunter Henry. And vamos a ver if this uh, is good for Mike Williams in the long run when he's healthy. Speaking of healthy, Julio Jones, uh, was a, uh, he did not practice on Thursday, and it's not looking very good for him with that hamstring issue that's been bothering him. Uh, lastly, Cam Akers, uh, he resumed practicing in full, so uh, does that eat into Daryl Henderson's touches? Malcolm Brown, are, are we really looking at Ravens West? I think we just have to keep an eye on this. Uh, just no way to know what's going to happen with this backfield until we see it play out. Uh, all right, Familia, that's it for Cheese, man. All right, we're going to pick back up with uh, week five previews, uh, part two. Uh, Hector, start us up. Take us to Baltimore. All right, well, we're going to Baltimore, Baltimore, home of the Camden Yards, if you're a Baltimore Orioles fan. You've been out there. I was out there one time many years ago, many moons ago. <laughs> I saw the park, didn't go in. We went on a, on a weekday or weekend when it was closed, but 
cool gates and I was able to look inside. <laughs> Great story. <Heck. laughs> oh, it's a beautiful ballpark. Really, <laughs> really, really neat out, outside gates. But I was able to look in and see inside a little bit so I could actually kind of chalk it off my list. I've seen Camden Yards. I actually like touched the gates at Camden Yards. I'll count that because right. I've been to like four or five stadiums like that. There you that, go. So you I'll go. count it. All right. So we got the Baltimore Ravens three and one uh, hosting the Bengals one and two and one. Again, if they have that third number there, that's generally not good. Baltimore is favored by 12 and a half, a, a, a very robust 12 and a half points and over under at 51 and a half. This is a clearly going to be a Baltimore victory by how much just remains to be seen. Les Lamar Jackson is, a little banged up. Yes, he was held out of practice uh, Wednesday. Uh, however, I think it's just precautionary. I think there's no reason to worry that uh, Mr. Lamar Jackson will uh, fire it up and be ready to rock and roll and just blow through uh, the Cincinnati Bengal defense. Now, I am really impressed with Joe Burrow this year. He's been doing lots of great things. I think uh, he's. they said he's one of the few quarterbacks uh, that he started with the first four games with throwing 300 yards. Is that Do I have that right? First four weeks? Three hundred yards passing. I think it was close. I, I think he almost got it. Didn't get all. Didn't get it completely though. Okay. Didn't get so, all. So yeah. Of it. So and Joe Mixon, I, I believe Joe Mixon was the number one scoring fantasy player last week, right? One hundred and fifty-one yards rushing, two TDs, thirty yards receiving. So yes, there's been a Joe Mixon sighting. You know, for those of you who were poo-pooing Joe Mixon. If over his first couple of weeks saying like, no, nah, this guy's not good. You know, we're, we're going to drop him or trade him or he's trade bait, you know, sell him high, sell him low, whatever. They'll be saying that this week. Yeah, I, I believe uh, Joe Mixon will come back down to earth. Baltimore's defense, we've spoken about it, is elite, 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 however you want to say it, E-L-I-T-E, elite. They are one of the top defense, if not the best defense in the NFL, they're about to shut down. Well, obviously, if they're unless they're playing against the Chiefs, which that's a whole different story. But against everybody else in the NFL, they are elite. So, so yes, uh, Joe Mix Joe Mixon will probably come back down to earth. Uh, have a reasonable game, nothing spectacular. Tyler Boyd um, last week eight catches, ninety yards, no scores. T Higgins is emerging as uh, one of uh, Joe Burrow's favorite targets. Uh, he's had, he had seven targets compared to Tyler Boyd's eight. So he's up there. He's he's climbing the ladder uh, on the Bengals' uh, receiving core. I look for him to do even even more things down the road. Uh, A.J. Green is just – he can re- retire him. If he was a horse, you know, he'll be at Elmer's Glue Farm by now, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, poor A.J. Green. I feel bad. One target for five years – what was it? One – what am I What am I saying? What am I seeing here? One catch at five targets, three yards, three yards. He's garbage. I'm tired of people offering me him in trades. I feel bad. I think we've seen the end of AJ Green. He's had a wonderful career, but I think now with Joe Burrow um, being the gunslinger that he is, uh, he's looking for the young cats with the speed that are going to break out and um, create space. That's Tyler Boyd and that's T Higgins on the Baltimore side. There's not much left to, to say. I mean, except for the, that big question mark with their uh, with their backfield. Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins. Who do you start? One of them is going to get two is, touchdowns. Yeah, Watch. but it's like, you know, it's like when you go to Vegas and you're playing the roulette table and it's just like first 12, second 12, third 12. And it's just like, you know, if you want to bet that way or black or red, zero, double, zero. Like, you know, one of them is going to hit, but you, you just don't know which one to bet on. This is that. Who do you bet on? Gus Edwards. 38 yards last week. Mark Ingram, 34 yards last week. J.K. Dobbins, 
16 yards last week, but he did have the two TD game early in the season. So it's a mess. Probably want to stay away from the Ravens backfield at all times. Marquise Brown obviously looks like as receivers go, uh, that's obviously Lamar Jackson is only target. Not really anybody else there to speak of as far as wide receivers uh, that are fantasy relevant Uh, as far as other ball catchers. Yes. Mark Andrews is on my team. Two TDs. Ah. Yes, only 57 yards. But his second game with multiple touchdowns, very excited. Uh, so, yes, all you need to know is that Baltimore will, will win in a blowout game. This will be entertaining. You want to, you, Joe Burrow's very exciting to watch. I want to see him throw for another 300 yards. I want to see T. Higgins go off because I, I just picked him up off waivers. Ooh. And Mark Andrews is my guy at my starting tight end. So, uh, looking forward to a good game here. I think definitely – Eventually, there's going to be a garbage time. Does Baltimore right. allow it as far as does their defense just give up and allow the yards? Probably. Uh, so, Boyd, definitely, maybe T. Higgins. But I think Boyd's the, the favorite of all on this team. I wouldn't expect to see Mixon do more, much more other than what he does in the receiving side. And last week, he went 6-for-6 six six with 30 yards and a touchdown. Maybe, maybe he duplicates that total for the day. Uh, but Baltimore's pretty tight, and and they're just going to force Cincinnati to throw it in the air, and you're going to see Burrow make the mistakes under pressure that we haven't been able to see him do yet. Yeah, right. Baltimore, the Baltimore defensive line is going to – I think they're going to dominate the, the Cincinnati line, which is probably one of the – if not the worst, it's one of the worst in the NFL right now. So, And that, and that's the thing. This is that, – that to me is the only concern about Joe Burrow is are they going to be able to, you know, not get him banged up, you know, from getting – taking so many hits. Uh, I, you know, I hate it when I agree with you, Ricky, but I agree on, on Mixon having a, I I think Mixon's really going to come back down to earth on this one. And, uh, I, while I think it was a good idea to grab T Higgins, uh, on the waiver wire this week, I don't see him doing much because the, the Baltimore, I mean, Baltimore is just great at every level that the line, the linebackers and the, and the DBs, they're just, they're fantastic. And, uh, I don't know if I, you know, on the Baltimore side, I don't know if I trust anybody on the backfield. Uh, right just, exactly it's, it's a three-headed it's really monster and, and it's uh yeah which means you have nothing monster which means <laughs> right. for fantasy you've got nothing yeah Not it's a three-headed monster you stay away you're, you know if you're it's like dungeons and dragons you know you're like the you're like a paladin with like a two-headed broadsword like stay away from the three-headed monster he will eat you take all your hit points and you will die <laughs> Well, let's go to Houston, where uh, two teams have one win between them. The Jacksonville Jaguars have the one win. They're one and three at Houston, 0 and 4. And the the line has dropped down to six and a half. Uh, it's 54 and a half for over under. I mean, I think this game's going to be a shootout. Uh, I really, uh, neither defense is particularly good. Uh, Jacksonville, you know, Minshew kind of got back, got back on his, uh, yeah, on his skis Minchu last mania, week. Cause Ch- Chark came back. That's all it was. That's what it was. Exactly. Exactly. You know, Minshew went for 354 yard, 351 yards and, and they still Chark. lose. Uh, yes. Who cares? They're, those are fans. They're fun. Get the freaking Jags care if they lost. They win. Oh, they they want a good draft pick. They want they want they want. When I see a team lose, all I can think of is they're not going to play the same way as they did during this loss, because that would be crazy. So I always think the team's going to change a little bit. So I think you're just a fool to think, oh, we're going to see this again this week, because it got them the loss last week. Why would they do it again? 
that's well, that's the only because take. That's I what they do. They're it's one the offense. And three. This the, is what they do. It's Every the defense that's been a, a problem. different week for them. They yeah, need to it's find... like the Cowboys. The Cowboys do have done the same thing. I don't think the Cowboys are going to continue going through deck. Yes, they will. They're, yes, they will. They're eventually going to have to find something concrete, something, some sort of rhythm. But no, they're not. They're setting records. He, Dak Prescott is setting records. No one, I feel like no one, the, the team doesn't care if they're losing because they want to make playoffs. They want to make playoffs. They're not going to make the playoffs. Owners want to make playoffs because they make money Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman, not only did he say their defense was bad, he said their defense was embarrassing. Embarrassing. Well, let's, let's focus on this game. We'll, we'll, anyway. talk about Dallas, we'll talk about right, Dallas yeah, yeah. in a second. We'll talk about Houston's Dallas got a brand new head coach, an interim coach, right? Yep, Romeo Cronell. And <laughs> where did where did Cronell – was he also at the Browns? Yeah, he was the head coach at the Browns for a while, and but before that he was in New England. I think he was the defensive coordinator there. But way, way before that. Yeah. But well, I, I, I just feel like – I don't know – I have no hope for this Houston team the rest of the year. I'll let nope. you finish everything else, Georgie. Uh, you know, to me, it it comes down to Deshaun Watson. Does uh, does he have more uh, continuous rapport with Will Fuller? You know, Will Fuller got 108 yards on six receptions and a touchdown last week, and he got he and he's just, so much money. He's guaranteed to do that. I feel like when he's healthy. Uh, yeah, and and he almost had a second touchdown where he just had a toe out of the you know outside, and it was just ah, oh, it killed me because I him and DK him Metcalf have been doing that, man. Uh, <laughs> those, those, but, are, those are killers, man. <laughs> but the thing is, it comes down to Deshaun Watson, and and I, and you know he is a franchise quarterback, and so he's going to give them a chance to win every week. But uh, but again, you know I I I don't you know do they get do the players rally around one another? to actually, you know, show professional pride and, you know, really ball ball out. And, and that's why I think, uh, you know, I think it was Nico that put Houston as the pick this week. I mean, oh, I, th- I think this is a shootout, but I do think Houston gets their first win on this one. But I, and, and I do like Deshaun Watson as a, as, as a good play. I'm not, I'm not going to put out 350 yards and three touchdowns, which, the, the, which will mean that the, he does that this week, but. <laughs> I, think, I think he definitely gets over 300 yards. I do not. I, I don't know about the win. I don't know if they get the win, but I here's think Jacksonville is so bad. Jacksonville is so bad defensively. Hey, but here's, here's Jacksonville can throw up points though, just yeah. like I knew the and Vikings so can, Houston. can. And so can Houston. Houston though is more predictable the way they throw up points, and I think that's when when it's dangerous. And they lost last week, and I called it. So I feel like this game is gonna be close. I mean, Minnesota's defense is 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 not very good. And my concern, the number, the stat that stands out to me is that Deshaun Watson ran five times against Minnesota's mediocre, if not bad defense for nine yards. So this is this is the game. Keep an eye on that. If, if you're going to keep an eye on something, keep an eye because Jacksonville's defense is just god awful. So if, if Deshaun Watson doesn't run all over them himself, then there's something wrong with Deshaun Watson because there's no way he should have run five times for nine yards against Minnesota's defense. And that's there's something there's just a big there's something there that this doesn't smell right it doesn't look right you know you know with, with a stat line like that as far as rushing for Deshaun Watson this guy should be getting you know he would at least one of those five carries should have gone for at least you know five or six yards I mean five carries for nine yards it's just you know one point whatever 1.8 yards a carry that's 
something doesn't something doesn't look right there. So let's keep an eye on that and see what Deshaun Watson's running game for himself looks like against Jacksonville. If he doesn't run wild against them, then there may be something wrong with Deshaun Watson. And or, before we leave on the subject of Watson, George, I'd like something hazy or unfiltered. Something hazy. <laughs> oh, beer bets. <laughs> no, you're already, you're already I, calling, I, Yes, you're already I, I, I do owe you that. I do owe you that. But I, I'm, so, so before we leave, well, before we leave this game, I'm, I'm coming to you, my primos, for advice. Yes. Okay? Bring it. Bring it. Brandon Cooks. Ah! Bye bye. I've got a zero last. I've been week, saying stop with him on, since you draft. Like just stop with him. Here's but what we'll do. You know, you you remember? Is you this remember, a game can, though? Is this a game though that you know against uh, such a bad defense? Could he be a play in DFS? But if he's on my team in the in the regular season, I'm I'm already expecting to go like seven and six if not worse on the season because you know when the mariachi leaves yeah. and, they, and they sing that song adios, adios, <laughs> he's adios. not consistent Say yes, bye to sing him off sing him off well but but because he's not consistent to, does he potentially become a play because depends he... <laughs> on who you have to replace him uh i let me let me look in my it's in my sleep will early. fuller went for 108 yards and a touchdown and brandon cooks went for zero that is a giant. If there was ever like a red flag, this is like one that's like pasted to your forehead. Just, I, I, I don't want face. a guy whose floor is zero. Right. Exactly. A healthy zero. Yeah. Do I do I play him or Johnu Smith? Come on, man. There's Any, no like you didn't get Brandon Jefferson. Cooks. You don't have anyone else. What, but here's the no, question. I, no, did, that's this is not, this is four flexes. This is a four flex. Why did he so not he, throw to Brandon Cooks, George? Why? Jonu. How did Brandon Cooks get a big donut last? Well, he got he threw to him three times. Who's got a great a great matchup because he's the only one who's going to be able to catch the ball. Everyone else has got COVID. Yeah, so. three three times. Uh, yeah, exactly. Three. It's uh, he threw to him three times. I rub Jonu, and that's the problem. Oh. I mean, Will Fuller got seven catches for a hundred or the six catches for a hundred and eight yards. And Brandon Cook's got absolute zero. So Donna. yeah, that's Donna. Yeah, la, la, la Dona. Okay, I think I've got my answer. Uh, there you Ricky, go. Ricky, <laughs> vamos a San Francisco. All right, everybody. This game I actually think looks like it could be a, a trap game for San Fran in the sense that don't sit on Miami. People say, oh, is Tua is it Tua time since Ryan Fitzpatrick is only leading Miami to one and three, which, hey, we already knew that was going to happen. And I think it's just more of the uh, Herbert's in. Why can't Tua be in? So we might see that coming directly. Uh, but San Fran, as far as their quarterback situation goes, who knows who's starting? Uh, not sure about all the news that's happening today, but last I heard, Bethard, Bethard, however you want to pronounce his name. Bethard. Bethard. CJ Bethard. It's not Bethard. No, it's Bethard. There's so many different ways. Is he or Jimmy G? Because I believe we had a Jimmy G sighting. Why are we arguing over a third string quarterback's name? <laughs> yeah, and exactly. the, the running back, Raheem Mosser returned to practice on Wednesday. So do we expect him to get a full load? Do you expect to see McKinnon take more since last week? He kind of, he, he was uh, serviceable on both sides of the ball with 50 yards over running and then 43 yards receiving. And then Wilson, also did great so it's like what are we what are we gonna do this week 
with Mosser back. I think they ease Mosser back in. It's a home game, so maybe you let McKinnon and Wilson go test out the the turf and see if they get injured, see if you want to put Mosser out on that field. And then you say, okay, Mosser, you go out there. No one else is getting injured. So other than that, Kittle down the middle, 15 for 16 last week, 183 yards. If I'm still not going to pronounce it. If C.J. Bathiard or Bathard, uh, just say it right, bro. You're, you I, I can't. Uh, you, I can't like, even. Like every time you say it, you say it like twice. Just say it, Bethard. Like, like that's Beth it. Bethard. 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 If Bethard's the quarterback, George Kittle has the chance of throwing these numbers up again. Yep. If Jimmy G is the quarterback, Kittle doesn't do this. It's going to be more spread. Expect Debo to get more of the ball, especially with Jimmy G being able to. Uh, have the accuracy and the depth to throw to him. And then with Ayuk trying to emerge, I think look for him to, to just be there. There's not special teams player, but like their special player, like in the sense that he's going to be running it, doing the short routes, all this little stuff. And this way it'll really open the ball for the running game and for Debo. Uh, and then Kittle down the middle easily, but because of that, Kittle's not going to get the volume that we're going to see if, Bethard is the quarterback. See, you said it once. Good job. So I, I think as far as Miami is concerned, I mean, Devontae Parker, what can you say? He's just been great, but he's probably the only player on this team who has this ceiling where it's like, oh, he's serviceable. You can play on my team. Everyone else, it's like, do you want to put Gaskin in? Like, he's he's getting volume. Gaskin's getting the ball a lot. It looks like they like him. But you don't want to have to rely on someone like him. You don't want to have to rely on Fitzpatrick, especially if you think Tua's coming. Uh, Preston Williams, Mike Kosicki. These are guys who I just think, especially against a team like San Fran, I'm like, I wouldn't have them playing in anything. DFS or anything, these guys are all off. And Devontae Parker's the only guy, and that's a flyer, depending on the price he is. On San Fran's side, just Kittle. I mean... We don't know anything about the running game, the the quarterback play. So just Kittle's the only thing. And I think San Fran, once again, gets an easy game that will probably be a close one. And who knows? Hopefully they lose. We don't. I, I like Ayuk in this game because Miami's defense has not been not, – not done much in the backfield. But, they, uh, they shut down t- uh, Minshew Mania. <laughs> that's why it's it just Miami's so crazy. I, I feel like it could be a trap game for San Fran. It, it could be, and and they, and they did hold uh, they did hold Russell Wilson to 360 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, look at that. They, they're, yeah. they're 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 yeah, amazing. They, held they are amazing. <laughs> Oh man, Hector, Hector, let's go. Let's go back in time to you know Indy Cleveland. All right, so I'm going to take us down to Cleveland, and I will somewhat, somehow, some way, apologize, maybe halfway to the Cleveland Browns fans when I, in all of our previous shows. I think you should I, after this game. After oh, this. Game. All right. So up to okay. So I'll do that after this game. But I it's have, a nice preview of what you're going to be doing. Okay. Maybe. Maybe this, this may be a preview of my of my. Cleveland Brown fans, apology. I've been speaking very, what's the word I want to use? Very negatively about the You've Browns. You've been mudslinging. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Killing little, them. Yeah, I've been killing the Browns. And, hey, they're 3-1, and one, and Baker looks pretty solid. And 
OBJ does been doing magical things just like he did, you know, back in 2014, making that crazy catch on Monday Night Football. Um, yeah, they, they are uh, the Ernest Johnson with 95 yards rushing last week. So Cleveland uh, is looking good, you know, but again, they, like we they've said, been spreading it's, uh, the ball surprisingly. We will and Baker our... Mayfield doesn't need all those yards. That's what's surprising. Right. I think, I think the new head coach has uh, kind of grounded this Cleveland's team. Uh, and I think Baker has bought in. Clearly, Baker has bought into the new yeah. uh, philosophy uh, that it's not all about him, and he's actually becoming a little bit unselfish with, as far as spotlight goes, and the Browns are winning. Phillip Rivers over there is just doing Philip Rivers things. Uh, last <laughs> week threw for 190 yards and a touchdown. Um, I just I just feel bad that, again, going back to you know, what it's we like talked about. It's like they don't about, need him. It's like they right. don't need him. Yeah. It's almost, like, it's almost like, a, like a mirror image of like Philly, like – who are the weapons that Philip Rivers has? I feel bad. I almost feel like if you bring Keenan Allen over here to Indy, like they might actually do something. But, but they're like three. Keenan, they're three and one, so it's working. It's yeah, it, it is. It seems weird because because the the, the, the the from a fantasy standpoint, it just looks weird. T. Y. Hilton, twenty nine yards last week. Mo Ali Cox, thirteen yards and a score. Like it, the, from a fantasy standpoint, it's just it doesn't seem to be working. But they, yeah, they won last week, nineteen to eleven. So from a fantasy standpoint, I don't know how much investment you put into, you know, the Colts' offense. You know, it, it, they're not, they're not gonna, they're not gonna, you know, light up your your fantasy scoreboard. You know, um, Cleveland Browns, like I said, they're they're doing things. You know, and Indy, like I said, is favored by two points. I'm not gonna touch this game. I actually kind of see Cleveland winning this game. You know, even though Indy has a solid defense i know i'm flipping the script i know i'm kind of going back on all those terrible nasty things i said about the Browns. yeah but you make terrible picks so you're right on script well hey thanks rick so whatever so if, if i say something rick's thinking the opposite so maybe <laughs> for next year's draft when I'm oh, quiet, I, I, I i think the same but. <laughs> i will i will i will so indy's favored by two i say cleveland squeaks this one out maybe by a field goal over indy I think it'll be a fun game to watch. I, I think um, I think Cleveland is, is doing things. And like like Rick said, this will be their, their test because Indy's defense is real. If they can win this game, then that means that the Cleveland Browns are finally for real. And, they, and uh, the Cleveland fans can have something to cheer for ever since LeBron James left and came over here to Los Angeles to give us another, another title to hang in the rafters. So thank you, LeBron. Hopefully you, tonight. Cleveland. Hopefully tonight. Yes. Yes, yes. Friday night in the snake skin. Uh, I, you know, the thing is, the the thing I keep coming back to, Indy has one of the best defenses. In fact, they have the best defense against the run, and that's what Cleveland is trying to do. So I think that's where the game is going to be won. If Cleveland can actually run on them, or if Indy is going to stop them. So I, I think it's really going to come down on that. And what do you think is going to happen? Well, Kareem Hunt's great out of the backfield. Remember, Kareem Hunt's got some great hands, and he scored twice last week. Yes, rushing touchdowns last week, but the guy can also catch. So if, if Indy's defense, which obviously the Browns know they're great against the run, then they'll just have Kareem Hunt just pop out. And catch Who touches the ball more, Hunt McCaffrey or John? He'll just, be, he'll just do that McCaffrey style and do, do, do damage that way. I think it'll be Hunt. Hunt will cat, uh, will, Johnson will be a factor. But uh, we'll take some carries away from him. But I think it'll be Hunt. I just I I don't know if they're going to be able to run enough to beat to to beat the the Colts. And it's I think it'll come down to the, the Indy stopping Cleveland. And does somebody make a play on the Indy side? 
Uh, it's, uh, I almost feel like Indy should be favored because they, they're going to have a good, you know, they both teams have good offensive lines. Uh, and I just don't know. I know Cleveland has been able to get at the quarterback. I don't know how well they've, I haven't seen how well they've done against the, uh, uh, against the running game that they, they've been okay against the running game. Not great. Uh, I think this is going to be an old school game. This is going to be two teams that are just going to, you know, dig it, dig in a barn burner. It's going to yeah. be a barn burner. No, it's not gonna be a barn burner. I think this will be like a, <laughs> you know, 14, 10 game or, you know, 17, 14. It's going to be, you know, 1973. I, I both of the quarterbacks being disappointing easily. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take us to D-Town, uh, which could be a fun game. Dallas hosting the New York Giants. Again, another game with with two teams with one one win. Dallas having the one win on a Milagro with uh, the Falcons. Uh, you know, we, we touched on this before. Daniel Jones, It's uh, th- this is his first, you know, quote-unquote easy matchup this season, even though it is in Dallas. Uh, you know, he does well, he did well last year against the bad teams, uh, the bad defenses and Dallas is one of the worst defenses in the NFL. They do not stop the run. So, uh, you know, does Daniel Jones actually get out and, uh, you know, scramble a little bit? I don't know if Devonta Freeman and Wayne Gallman can combine for 307 yards if they do, uh, you know, you really just got to start hall, over. That's hall of Fame numbers right there. <laughs> you got to just start over. Uh, but, uh, but I mean, this is this is one of those games where you got to really look at the fact that is, uh, you know, you got to look at your Giants as possible plays, uh, po- possible cheap plays on DFS, Slayton and Tate. Slayton uh, for sure. DFS Tate, pick no, up Slayton Tate, for no. sure. You know, just because of that. It's on the Dallas target. Yep. Yeah, on the Dallas side, you just play everybody. Dak, I mean, yeah. what is it? Three games in a row over 450 yards, an NFL record. I mean, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. He's putting up. He'll go for six hundred. Playing roulette with the with the uh, wide receivers. I think Cooper's definitely a go-to. Going to get ten targets, but between Gallup and Lamb, who knows? With Schultz, who knows? Schultz has been getting, you know, consistently getting targets. It's it's Gallup. Does he get enough? Tar- is it his week? Is his week to to do anything this week and get more than five targets like he got last week? I mean, I've I've been frustrated, but I keep thinking about the fact that I can't I can't turn away. I ha- I'm frustrated because I have him in a familia league, but I can't turn away because there is just so much volume in this offense that it's ridiculous. That there are going to be weeks to, that- to their detriment. Yeah, they're, they're throwing way too much, way too yeah. much. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to sit him a week that you know, like the previous week, he went for 138 yards. So you know, he's going to get the the what what is going to be intriguing is does Zeke go off this week? You know, he ran the ball only 12 times last week, and so you you know he got eight receptions, but uh, you know, do they try and control the clock a little bit and just uh, not you know try to try to beat the Giants kind of like a little more old fashioned way? That's why I can't. I still can't believe Zeke only ran the ball twelve times. Like they're gonna get over what, that. What, what is going on? What is going on in Dallas? I I, I don't get it. There's no. They're way. gonna want to come out to a quick lead by throwing it, which is gonna be a bad idea. But if they do it, then they're gonna run Zeke after. But they need to just punch the Giants in the face right away with Zeke. Right, exactly. Just, just use him the whole game. But I mean, McCarthy, come on, stop it's making great. Dak look so good. 
Well, he's gonna pay a lot. You're just gonna pay a lot for him in the end. <laughs> right. He did he did it, he did it with Aaron Rodgers, and now he's doing it with Dak. So I mean, you know, there's he's got some magic, he's got some juju there. I, th- I think this is McCarthy, you know, this is McCarthy like puffing his chest and saying, see what I do with quarterbacks. All you, all you, all you, all you owner, all you NFL owners out there, this is what I can do for your quarterback. When my contract's over here in Dallas, you can pay me the mega bucks. I can do this for your quarterback too. So I think that might be part of it. Hector, take us to Sunday night on what could be a fun game. Sunday, fun day. All right. So yeah, I agree. This will be a fun game. Uh, Minnesota are one and three at Seattle Seahawks who are four and oh, and just dynamite to watch. The Seahawks offense is just fantastic. I mean, they got all kinds of crazy things going on. Chris Carson. Well, well, obviously we'll start at the top. Russell Wilson is just bananas. I mean, you know, Wilson, he'll probably go for MVP. What's what's the hashtag, George? Let Will, let Russ eat something like let that. Let Russ or, cook. Hashtag let Russ, Russ cook. cook. He's, let him cook. Let him eat. Let him just ha- this freak take over the kitchen. Let him do that <laughs> because he, Russell Wilson is going to be this year's MVP. I don't think Dak deserves it. That 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 offense is just broken. You can't get it if you are if the you MVP lose. of a losing team. Like yeah. exactly, the defense so Russell, is broken. The defense yeah, is broken. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's but that. you you at some point you got to say. He only got those numbers because the defense is broken. Right. Try getting those numbers when your defense has been okay, and therefore you have to actually try harder because it's you don't always get garbage time. Exactamundo. So here's Russell Wilson last week just adding, padding his stats, the video game numbers, 360 yards passing, two TDs. And then Chris Carson, their you know, their offense is that's just you know, that's just that's the passing game. Chris Carson went for two scores rushing. My man DK Metcalf had 106 yards receiving. He missed his TD by one yard, got pushed out of bounds. Lockett is That's always new. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, one of the fastest guys in the NFL and with great hands. So he's going to do what he does. And then you got David Moore, who went for 95 yards and a score as well. So, uh, so that's the exciting fireworks that, that you're going to see from the, from the Seahawks side. On the Minnesota side, you're going to see some of the same. I mean, Kirk Cousins, yes, he's a game manager, but the guy – uh, it's always fun to watch. 260 yards passing last week with a touchdown. 16 to 22. He is efficient. We talked about it before. He is a game manager. But, geez, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, both of them went for over 100 yards. Thielen with 114. Jefferson with 103. And Thielen, eight, for t- eight, you know, eight catches on 10 targets. Justin Jefferson, four catches on five targets. So, yeah, the, the, Kirk Cousins is deadly accurate. It's, it's going to be a great, fun game to watch. Yes, Seattle is going to win. They're favored by seven. They may win by more than that. I think uh, these Seattle receivers just, you know, they, they, they get a bunch of points on their side. Fantasy-wise, fire up everybody. Well, as far as Metcalf, Lockett, and Carson, and Wilson. David Moore, I don't think he scores again. Maybe, you know, maybe as a, as a deep flex play, possibly, if you need that, because Seattle's offense is just so dang potent. Uh, Minnesota side, you're going to fire up Thielen, Jefferson, Dalvin Cook for sure, 130 yards rushing, two TDs, duh. That guy's always awesome to watch. Kirk Cousins, eh, if you need a quarterback, possibly he's not going to light up your fantasy points. But um, if you really need a quarterback this week, uh, Kirk Cousins is um, not, not, not a bad call because Seattle's defense isn't so great. So I see Kirk Cousins uh, definitely getting his this week as well. All right, I think that's it for our uh, previews. I, yeah. Uh, though I do I, one one last thing on that game: fifty-seven and a half point uh, over under. Oh, yeah. That's a big <laughs> number. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's a Both big QBs number. That's high. 
that's high. That's good. <laughs> that, that's, that's a big number, especially when both, both teams have good, good running games. So yep, uh, yep. no, it's going to be a fun game. Going to yeah, be man. a fun game. Let's see how many yep. touchdowns Russ throws for. Uh, so we'll, we'll preview the Monday night football game on our Sunday night recap. So uh, that's going to be it for our show. Gracias for joining us, everybody. Uh, and thank you to anchor.fm for being our hosting network and making sure our independent podcast gets out into the familiar community. Uh, please subscribe at Apple and leave us a review there. Uh, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your pla- uh, podcasts. Uh, remember, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FamiliaFFB. And remember to check out our FamiliaFFB.com website and our FamiliaFFB Facebook page. Gracias, everybody. Uh, remember to get out and vote. Go vote. Por favor, yes. por favor. Uh, and remember, todos somos familia. Adios, amigos. Salud.